Hello and welcome to the MoWiff 3 Up 3 Down podcast. I'm your host Cam Smith and I'm joined tonight again by Rory Rank. Rory, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great, man. Coming off an awesome weekend of Wiffle Ball. Love it. Yeah, it was a great weekend indeed. We had the Midwest Classic, which we'll talk about later. Uh, we are going to start off tonight by talking about our playoffs so far that has led up to this point. And then we will going to roll right into our playoff matchups tonight. We have games, uh, game three from our uh, Melonheads Thunderbird series and yep. game two of the Archers and Mojo series and a potential game three there as well. And then we're going to get into our big portion of this podcast tonight, the Midwest Classic, the tournament that we hosted over the past weekend. Rory, are you ready to just roll right on into it? Let's do it, man. We got a lot to talk about. I'm looking forward to it. A lot to break down and uh, a lot of whiff ball left to, uh, to be played. Absolutely. Here we go. First up, we have our playoffs so far. And Rory, let's start with the first matchup that we had. Uh, it was in the brutal, brutal heat. It was the two-time defending defending champion Bombers versus the Melonheads, and I will be the first to say uh, it didn't go our way. Hats off to the Melonheads, a two-game sweep of the defending champions. Did you see that coming at all? You know, I didn't, and I didn't see it coming mainly because I was in California when it was <laughs> happening uh, on a family vacation, so... Um, I was surprised to see that it only went two games. I thought I'd come back and watch a game three. Um, but, yeah, I mean, my guess, and it turned out to be correct, was that old playoff Jimmy's uh, ugly head, for you guys, from your perspective, <laughs> reared, reared its ugly head, I should say. And and that turns out to be pretty much what happened. But, yeah, uh, the Melonheads, you know, they came out, and you pitched a good game, it looked like, and it just kind of got uh, you got that dreaded one nothing loss. And, man, it uh, – it just kind of went downhill from there. But, yeah, the Melonheads came to play once again. So, hats off to them. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, – that first game was tough. I mean, going in, you knew it was going to be a battle between me and Caleb. And, uh, I mean, he pitched pitched a hell of a game. Uh, ended up getting the uh, the player of the series award. Uh, and, you know, I, talked, I was talking to Cole, and, you know, he kind of said it best is over the past two years we kept saying uh, – Somebody has to beat me. And, uh, yep. you know, for him to be the guy to do it and be on the mound, that, that said uh, a, a big factor uh, to everybody else. Um, but, you know, my hat goes off to Jimmy Stock, man. Playoff Jimmy. Uh, he's the guy. He he did it. And he's the man. He got that hit off me that, you know, that big key hit that no one really has been able to do in the playoffs. I mean, it's happened, but it's never been like the, the deciding blow. And uh, this one finally was uh, ca caught up to me. Um, you know, I had, uh, you know, I don't think it was a secret that I had a lot of arm troubles all year long. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, that's not even an excuse because my arm felt, felt great uh, in that game. Uh, I think the only difference is, you know, maybe I wasn't necessarily feeling the location of certain pitches that I'm that I'm used to just from not pitching all year. Uh, but still, when I'm throwing that hard and, and feeling that good, it, that shouldn't be a problem. And uh, Jimmy just caught one, ran it right into the wall and... Uh, you know, that, that was all that game took, you know, big hit. And what really sucked yeah. was, I mean, I think it was the half inning before that was um, we had a really, yes. really good chance. Uh, you know, Tommy had a big hit. 
off Caleb. And then I had a hit right after that. And I was like, yep. man, all right, we're starting to feel it. And then you know, that momentum just shifted right back after, yes. after we didn't score there. And then they came out and score. So it was a big shift in momentum. That's probably, that was probably the key right there. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, we tried to little play a little strategy in game two uh, by, you know, sitting Justin Hall in that first game, letting him stay out of the heat. And uh, unfortunately, you know, it worked in the first inning. First inning went really great for us. Uh, and then by that second inning, he was just, he was beat by the heat and uh, couldn't throw strikes. Um, and Sam got the, got a home run out the 55 and under pitch. And then, uh, you know, we tried to bring in Nick, and man, Nick, hats off to Nick just for for gutting that out. I mean, he was dying out there, and uh, you know, the game got away from us here in game two. Not what we wanted. We still thought yeah. we could take that game, but uh, hats off to Melonheads for uh, for putting their foot down and and just keep on pushing and, and trucking along. Not just being satisfied with one, but going out and get both, and not having to worry about facing me in game three. So, yeah, really great and series I- there. I agree with you, you know, and I think back to, you know, that trade that the Melonheads made towards the end of the year to get Caleb, uh, you know, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of proved to be a good move. Um, you know, I wasn't exactly sure that they needed him, not to say that I wouldn't take him any day on the mound yeah. for my team, but, you know, it's like, man, they already had some good pitching, but Caleb coming in and shutting them down, shutting you guys down was impressive. And uh, that just shows that, you know, you want the best out there anytime you can get them. And Caleb so far has been really good rookie and he's, he's been really good in the playoffs. Yeah. He's, he's been, he's been pretty damn good. And, uh, you know, as a play as a player, man, it sucks, <laughs> especially these past right. couple of weeks. Um, yes, it, it sucks being eliminated and not playing, but at the same time, uh, I'm pretty happy, uh, you know, throwing over this past weekend, um, arm is still hurting a little bit. Um, and now I just get to rest. I don't have to worry about anything else. I can just right. rest my arm until next year. Uh, you guys will see me back better than ever next year, hopefully pitching even more. <laughs> uh, now I got to come right. out with, you know, some more, uh, some more fire under the, uh, under the hat. And, uh, now I got something else to prove. So, you know, it was yep. a little, you know, after winning two, you, you, you're not, you're not coasting, but you know, sometimes it's just, it's, it's a little different, you know, there's, you don't have that same motivation as you had, you know, winning right. that first one or even the second one, um, still wanted to win, no doubt. But oh, yeah. I, I think another thing too, is coming off that national championship loss. I mean, normally I'm pretty, I'm pretty mad when I lose. I mean, that, I don't think that's any secret to anybody. Nope. Uh, nope. but man, losing in the playoffs, like after losing a national championship game, especially the way we did, uh, yeah, nothing really hurt <laughs> in that series <laughs> as, as bad as that is to say. Uh, yeah, I was, I was still hurting over that, over that loss and, uh, you know, it is what it is, but you know, I put my commissioner hat on, uh, and, uh, it's, it's actually really good. It's really good for the league. Uh, you know, we're going to yeah. get a new champion this year, which is, I think is, a, is a good thing. You never want to see just one team just rolling over. We've seen that in the league that we had before. And that was kind of a big reason why we, uh, formed the, the league the way we did was to keep that competitive balance and, and have new teams winning every year. So absolutely. I can't agree more. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's what this league needs. You know, you don't want to have someone get too dominant and uh, it's always a hedge against that because that's the natural draw of the way things go is, 
you know, if you get that dominant team, well, I have to form a dominant team to compete with your dominant team. And then it's, it, it's a, it can be, become a death spiral for a league if you're not careful, but luckily MoWiF has so far balanced that out and we got a lot of good talent scattered out. And so I still feel any, any given day, any team can win uh in in mobile so yeah absolutely and we said it going into this playoffs that this is definitely going to be our our most talented playoffs that we've had so far and it's it's just because top to bottom teams are 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 good and it's not necessarily you know that teams are stacking their teams but i mean really just everyone has gotten better in this league and, Mm -hmm. and it's showing there's no weak points you know whether it's you know, Jimmy Stout hitting a big hit off me or Caleb or rookie pitching yeah. the way he's been doing, or, uh, you know, we've seen Jason have the big hits and Spencer's been there many times yeah. in, in his career. It's, it's every single person, Sam Eichenlob's coming through in, in big ways. Yeah. He, was, he had two home runs in that second game. That was huge. Uh, so it's sure really it any, anyone can do it at, at any moment. And my cat is sitting on me. That's wonderful. Um, <laughs> 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 But yeah, it's just good to see. Uh, let's switch up. Let's talk about your uh, first right. round series. You you guys had the Mambas and a a big series that went three games. What was your initial takeaway from uh, your your guys' series with the uh, Mambas? Well, um, now that we uh, beat them, I can say that we kind of <laughs> wanted the Mambas. I felt we felt that we matched up better for them. We knew I wasn't going to be there, but Jordan pitching against O'Rear, Dutton, and your bro- and uh, Cole, your brother, he we knew that that was a better prospect than facing you and Hall in the short term. Yeah. But we felt that, you know, given the scenario, we'd rather face a little bit uh, better team in hitting than the bad pitching or than good pitching, you know, for that we that we didn't want to face good pitching. That's what I'm trying to say. So, you know, we, we ended up getting that done, but yeah, Jordan came out right off the first game and hit a bomb. Um, I got an update on my phone again. I was pretty excited. I'm in, I'm actually standing in line at a, a ride at universal studios going like getting yeah. pumped and <laughs> no one it. knows what's going on, but I do. And I'm excited. And then, you know, Jordan gets it, gets the job done, finishes it. Uh, I think we won three to two. So yeah, three to two. got a little closer at the end, but you know, Happy, couldn't have been happier. And then, of course, game two, I knew we kind of had an uphill battle. We lost Bailey uh, to, uh, you know, he had his job that he had to go back to. So we had to throw in Stagio, which we made a trade for right at the end. And, uh, you know, he, he he's gotten a lot better. I'll give him that. But still wasn't quite enough to beat Mamas in the second game. And I knew if we can get back to that third game and I could show up, I knew I could give our team a chance to win. And, and that's pretty much what happens. So. Yeah. Let's stick with that first game just for just a second. I mean, I, yeah. w- I want to give a shout out to James Dutton, who probably oh, yeah, hit the absolutely. farthest ball I've ever seen oh, at that was awesome. stadium. Uh, yeah. Wow! I mean, just a, yeah. a moonshot and off Jordan. Yeah, it, it, that's special. Yeah. Not a lot of people can say they've absolutely. done that. Yeah, and, uh, he crushed man, it. That was an absolute bomb. And I, and I want to ask you because I feel like this is this might might be the story i and i talked to cole a lot about this before i talked to him during i talked to him after um they knew they were not going to have uh dutton in game three right do you think he still should have started dutton in game one because that was the key yeah so my my, i don't know that's a good question i didn't know they had that much forethought on it 
foresight into the situation. Yeah, maybe. I don't know then. Huh? Yeah. So, and the reason yeah. why I ask is I think, you know, maybe if Dutton does pitch in game one, does Jordan get that three run home? We don't know. Ryan O'Rear is a absolute hell of a game. So you can't necessarily say he did anything wrong. I mean, the best hitter in the league this year Correct. Uh, just got one off of him. Correct. But I mean, you almost, I, you knew you were going to have the advantage in game two with O'Rear or Cole pitching against Saggio. And then it was, right. do what do you what do you want to do in game three if it goes there? I think that's what they were kind of worried about is if if right. Dutton did lose game one, then who can go game three? Three could have yeah. been it could have been tough. So it's definitely a tough decision either way. But I mean, I was talking to him. I was like, you know, throwing Dutton might be your best chance to be. I mean, Dutton has just pitched so well all year long. He's pitched so well. Yeah, it's, it was almost like I almost want you to like take the chance to uh, to see if you you got to throw your best foot out there to beat Jordan and, uh, and, and Jordan didn't miss and and who no. knows, he could have done the same thing to Dutton, but you just never know. Here, here's why I think they played it correctly because O'Rear came out in game three and pitched the best game O'Rear's pitched all year in my Absolutely. opinion. He, and he pitched he really good. Total dominant. He lost Absolutely. on one mile per hour because, <laughs> so you know, he threw me a knuckleball oh. and I whiffed, but it was one mile hour over. And I end up yeah. drawing the walk that gets the go-ahead run. I mean, if that ball is 54 miles an hour, who knows what happens. But he absolutely pitched the gym that game. So I totally forgot hats off to that. him. Yeah. That actually was, that was a strikeout. And, yeah, one mile per hour. That, no, was that makes it tough. It was a walk. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, may, it makes it tough. I mean, that – Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't is, believe it. Couldn't believe it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Ryan O'Rear de- definitely, uh, definitely showed up in that big moment. And, and props oh, yeah. to him. And, and yeah, and – yeah, it's not that they did. They made a wrong decision. It was just what did you want to do? Uh, but That's yeah, right. I mean, Ryan definitely gave him a chance in, in both games. Um, unfortunately, Jordan is just being Jordan this year. Man, uh, did it with the bat in game one, and then you know on the mound in game three. So can't really fault him for that. It's just Jordan, Jordan being Jordan right now. Yep, he's doing his thing. All right, let's uh, let's jump into our. Uh, our uh, our next series so you guys moved on and you played against uh you played your you played one game one game you played yeah. one game against yep. uh the mojo, mojo. yeah <laughs> there's so many teams and they're all they're all I know. there's so many m teams i can't it's, it's hard <laughs> to keep them straight uh yep. so game one you guys in the mojo Let's talk about that game real quick. Jackson Crosley yeah. on the mound. Jordan's got a pitch and yeah. and back-to-back games now because you guys had game three. So you played game three and game one in one night. Uh, how was that for Jordan, and how is how are you guys feeling after getting that big win? Yeah, I didn't care for the fact that Jordan had to turn around and play a, a, a big game, essentially, against the Mojo uh, right after he just played a big game against the Mambas. You know, but that's the way the league's set up. That's what we have. The, at the end of the day, uh, we got the archers caught a break. We have uh, Sam Skibby and Gus Skibby yeah. sitting uh, on the national stage, and um, hats off to them. What a what an awesome appearance that was! But uh, hats off to the archers that we were able to take advantage of a, a Sam and Gusless Mojo team, and and we got that first game, uh, you know, in in the books because Jordan once again. 
uh, finds a way to, to tag Jackson Crosley, something that not a lot of people have done all season, yeah. and puts our team ahead and, and then goes on to pitch a heck of a game. Now, and, and, I, and I'll ask, uh, you know, from, from a viewing point, it didn't look like, didn't look like Jackson kind of had the same kind of stuff that he had, you know, all throughout the season. Uh, yeah. Do you think it, from a hitter's perspective, was that kind of that feel too, as he wasn't throwing as hard? 100%. You know, I, I knew Jackson really outdid himself at the uh, NWA tournament. He, he was our ace um, I, that I think, weekend, man. He he dominated. I, he threw a lot. So I can't. You can't even fault him or blame him for yeah. having a little bit of fatigue. I mean, that was the that was the 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 word that came out of that tournament. I mean, he Jackson pitched to failure. I mean, he gave it all yeah. until his arm just couldn't go. And I mean, he did a heck of a job watching that guy throw a clean ball the way he does. It's unreal. Um, but yeah, I, I I think that his arm still probably has a little bit uh, of recovering to do because he was a little bit. He's a little bit, you know, slower in the miles per hour, but he still had good bite. He's still a tough pitcher. Yeah, absolutely. Luckily, I mean, know, I think it was only the one run, correct? Yeah. The, the Jordan home run. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think uh, Colin came in later. I don't think we got a run off of him. But, nah, yeah, uh, Jackson I knew Colin two innings. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, Colin actually pitched really, really well in that game, too, coming in relief. And I think uh, a big key for, for that is – uh, you're 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 already down. It was a great move by Doug to pull the pull Jackson there because now mm-hmm. uh, Jackson can't start game two, but he is available if needed. And also, you know, he he's got some arm left for game three as well. So if he needs to start right. in game three, he can. Uh, which right. we'll, we'll talk about game three here in a little, or game two and three here in a little bit. But yeah, uh, a, a big win for the Archers uh, to start off this series. You know, off the number one seed. Uh, it, it does, you know, hurt a little bit because Sam and Gus weren't there. Uh, but that Mojo team still a very good team and still put together oh, yeah. a very good game and, and could have easily crawled, clawed one out, but you know, Jordan Smith, doing right. Jordan Smith things and, uh, and, and gets that big game one for, for you guys. So, yeah. Yeah. And there was, there was a close game, you know, I mean, it, just cause they didn't have Gus or Sam that the Mojo definitely didn't lay over and, and, and die. There's no doubt about it. I mean, uh, Quentin had a pretty good hit in that game and, uh, we were maybe inches away from, um, Blake robbing that home run. Oh, man. Blake Spencer. It wasn't wow. that, it wasn't that far, you know, he could have, he could have just had a little bit closer and he could have made a play on it. So, you know, it's, wiffle ball is a game of inches as well, just like uh, football. So, you know, anything can happen. Sometimes you catch a break. Sometimes, uh, the wind blows your ball back over into, uh, into the field of play, you know, been so. there, done that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the Thunderbirds and the Mojo, one of the biggest and best rivalries over the last two years. Uh, yeah, the Melonheads, actually, the Melonheads and the Thunderbirds. Once again, another M team. Yeah, yeah, and uh, man, what yeah. a a phenomenal series this has been so far. We got games one and two a couple weeks ago. Game yep. one was Andrew Nichols versus Caleb Schweiger. We were kind of concerned. Uh, Andrew kind of fell off. He was inside with a contention for, for the longest time of the year mm-hmm. and then looked like he was kind of hurting a little bit in, in his arm and uh, kind of lost it and was give, started giving up a lot of runs. And it was kind of mm-hmm. like, uh-oh, Melonheads could really, really catch a break here with this one and just kind of roll through this team, especially with the way Caleb has been pitching. 
Yep. Uh, but Andrew came out, dominated on the mound. I mean, absolutely dominated. Uh, yeah. And Tony Cochran with, I mean, just one of the clutchest, biggest hits that they had. You, you know, the, the funny thing about that was Caleb was dominating this game. If you if you take out the two walks in that inning and the home run, every single other uh, uh, hitter w- was out in that game. So three guys right. got on base wow. and they all three scored in that one inning. Uh, wow. Other other than that, he was he was perfect in that game. Besides that one inning, but Tony got got that hard riser. I mean, I mean, he was throwing around ninety five in that game, yeah. and and Tony just hit it a long way. Uh, it it was very exciting to watch. Uh, anytime you see home runs in the playoffs, it's it's exciting uh, as a viewer, and especially when you're getting to announce the game, uh, just gives yep. you a little a little bit of fun to talk about. Well, I, it's not that I'm rooting for either team because I'm not. I really have no rooting interest in, right. in, in, in any of these games. I just want fun, good games, fun. and I want to see hitting. Yeah. And that's what we got. A big hit by by uh, Tony there. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, this that's what this game's about. You got a guy throwing 95 and who who can get him? And Tony's proven time and time again. I've known Tony for a long time. He can get you. And there he was. You know, Tony rose up and and I mean he was even ahead of that. I mean, he almost yeah. he almost pulled the foul. <laughs> pulled so the foul. it was a bomb. There's no doubt about it. He was pretty proud of proud of it. And uh, I was pretty happy for him that he was able to to do that for his team. And again, you go back to Andrew. Andrew pitched a heck of a game. It was it was old it was it was not old Andrew it's early in the season Andrew the yeah. dominating pitcher that he was right from the beginning and and yeah he he got it done absolutely on the mound H- happy for him to happy to see that but it was a close one it I, I kind of compare this uh, you talk about the rivalry and it is becoming a rivalry for sure it's like two heavyweights just yeah. throwing just massive haymakers and it's like who's gonna knock them out who's gonna knock who out you know. Yeah, that's what absolutely. it reminds me. And, of. and then you go, then you go to game two, and what a uh, a big game that was. Um, you know, you got Spencer Bogat on the mound versus versus Tony Cochran, who started. And you know, the Mountainheads have talked a lot of trash to Tony. They've kind of had his number the past uh, this past year um, in the playoff, especially. Um, but Tony's been, if you look at the stats, he's been pitching really, really well all season long. Yeah, and. Yep. Uh, you know, unfortunately for Tony, the uh, the Melonheads got a little payback from game one. Um, yep. Sam Eichenlob, I mean, he's, you know, you talk about playoff Jimmy. Yeah, playoff Sam Eichenlob has, uh, has really come out this year. You know, two home runs in that yeah. first series and then a big home run off of Tony in this game. And, and then Spencer shuts them down. Uh, this is just an absolute fantastic series so far. And you're seeing it, the big hits in this in this uh series it's the home runs it's not just uh you know yeah walks and, and and getting on base it's guys hitting the big shot you know sam uh i want to point this out too he great game at the plate but sam actually chased a ball down that andrew hit maybe in the first inning and kept it from being at least a triple possibly a home run yeah and that, and that on, could probably right have field. changed the mentality yep. of that game you know Absolutely, the momentum yeah. Yeah, it was a great play by Sam. Kind of went unnoticed, but it was it was it was awesome. Yeah, he's definitely been the guy that has been a, a glue guy for this Melonheads team. You know, hasn't really we haven't seen him on the mound as much as we thought. You know, obviously with the way yeah. that Jason and Spencer pitched so far, like all year, and then bringing in Caleb. Um, 
but you know, he's really shined in the moments that he's got in and, and that's good mm-hmm. to see, you know, it's not just, you know, one or two guys on a team. It's, you know, they, it's what they did last year. It's they're doing it top to bottom of their roster. They're not relying on one guy. It's anybody right. in that lineup can, can really make you pay. And yeah, and he's just being that guy right now, especially in game two. Game two <laughs> of a playoff series, don't throw to Sam Eichelob because he's yeah, yeah. got a homer in every single one of them. Uh, yes. But, yeah, another another really fun game. Uh, that's going to make uh, a great game three. And uh, I think that's a, a perfect transition unless you got anything. Uh, No, I mean, I'm just excited. I, I'm definitely getting there for that game three. I don't want to miss that. If you're – if you're looking for exciting with them all, a lot of trash talk, I think game three is where you want to be tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, let's, no doubt about it. Let's switch up. Let's go right to it. We're going to talk about tonight, the final semifinal games. Here we go. All right. So let's let's stick on with that one because that is going to be the first game of the night. It is game three. Thunderbirds, Melonheads, and you got to assume it's going to be a rematch from game one. It's going to be Caleb Schweiger. It's going to be Andrew Nichols in an absolute yep. dog fight of a game. And I hope it is. I hope it's, I hope it's every bit as yes. exciting as these first two games have been. Rory, what would be your key to success for each of these teams? Man, you got, you got to repeat the magic. If you're the Thunderbirds, you got to find a way to catch up to a 95 mile an hour, uh, riser or slider uh you know caleb um if he comes out and 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 dominates once again you're gonna you're gonna need you're gonna need that magic you're gonna need that guy that can catch up to that tony andrew uh they can do it jay rich can do it even john willenbrink's proven that he can hit uh some fast pitching so anything's possible there but the overall key to that game is no doubt is andrew it's 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 Absolutely. all it all it's all on his shoulders. You know, it's how does he come out and perform and does he get that big hit when when his team needs it? Absolutely. And I and I've seen to uh in one of our uh playoff flashbacks uh that we that's been posted on Twitter uh from a couple of years ago, it was at I think it was like fifteen innings or something. Uh oh, yeah. That was the game Andrew Nichols pitched against Josh Rogers and right. A lot of extra inning bases loaded uh, game or innings there for for Andrew Nichols. If he can repeat that performance or somewhat close to it, I think that's the key for them uh, because you might have to against Caleb. Yeah. And especially in extra yeah. innings, you know, you got to match him to like pitch for pitch. And if he can do that and he can shut, shut down that tough Melonheads team, then then that's huge. And and that's gonna get them a long way. And on on the opposite side, I'm gonna say the key for the the melon heads is is gonna be Jason and Spencer at the plate. You you haven't seen much of them uh right. you know really at all. I mean they they've been good this year, especially in the later half, uh, but definitely not what they were last year and we what we know they're capable of. Uh but all it takes is one swing. You get one swing here in the yep. playoffs and it can change everything. They're the two guys. They're kind of the leaders of this team. I think, you know, if one of them two can step up, really guide this team and help and get in a big way, I think that's the key for them. But obviously we've said it before. It's playoff Jimmy. It's playoff Sam. It's these guys (laughs) that rely on them. They just need that one key hit from anybody, and and they can really do it. But it starts with those two guys at the top. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, the Melonheads lineup's scary. 
You look you look down that lineup and it's like, man, I don't There's want to no face any of them guys. Yeah, no, no easy not at outs. All. But you can say the same thing on the other side. No easy outs for the Thunderbirds. I mean, all all those guys can really hit. You're, you're seeing everybody swing the bat well. Uh, it's going to be interesting. It, that is going to be a very, very good game, and it's going to come down to the wire. It's going to be who who makes the mistake if there is a mistake, or who right. can just capitalize and 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 really shock all of us because I think we were all shocked in the first two games, and oh, yeah. uh, it's going to be exciting for sure. Oh yeah. All right, let's switch over to your series. We got game two right. at seven o'clock or whenever that first game ends if it if it doesn't go yeah, 30 innings exactly. uh, right uh game two archers have a one nothing lead over the mojo rory how are you feeling going into game two You're probably gonna have tony saggio on the mound I, I assume yeah i mean i think that's i think that's a correct assumption um it it uh look we're not comfortable don't get that don't get that twisted we are not comfortable we're happy being up on the game but we know what's coming we know what the we know what this series entails. So yeah, we'd love to come out and, and make it a real quick series, get that second that second win real fast. And and that's what we intend to do. But uh, you know, we're not we're not resting. We're not we're not sitting back. We're we're ready. we're gonna come out firing tomorrow. I think I think you're gonna be surprised uh how game two goes versus what people think it's gonna be. So that's that's my uh my overall take on that. Yeah, it's yeah. You never want to just coast and, and just think you're gonna. You have a one game lead that you can, that you're gonna win the series because we all know, especially with this Mojo team, they are the team that can do it. They yep have the lineup. They have Sam back. Uh, I'm not sure on if Gus will be there or not. I really haven't asked, so I don't really know. No, uh, I don't know either. I, I actually, I'm pretty sure I did hear him say he's going to be there. I remember us talking about it now. I anticipate sure. he will be there. So, and, and really, yeah. you don't even know who's going to throw game two. You don't know who's going to throw game no. three. Everyone's kind of available for both games. The only, the only thing is that Jackson can't start game two. So that's the only thing. Right. You know, Jackson's not starting game two. He can pitch in that game, uh, but everyone's kind of available there. Even Brett. So, uh, and, and Colin, so everyone can can really get out there, and, and it'll be interesting to see, uh, see if they maybe even you know switch up and and save guys, save everybody for Game Three as well if they get a lead. If Jordan wore Ethan Bailey's jersey, do you think anybody would care if we just put him out there? <laughs> if he throws left-handed, sure. If he throws left-handed, and yeah, yeah, uh, that's pretty. That was pretty good. I like that. Mm, that's uh, right. Maybe we'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, but definitely, uh, definitely fun, uh, a fun series this is going to be because you know we've seen all year long that this uh, Melonhead or this sorry, it's all these M teams. I hear uh, you. This Mojo <laughs> team, uh, they can turn on that switch, especially with Sam. You know, especially if he gets locked in at the plate. Um, yeah, it's a dangerous hitting team, and it's you know. If that comes down to a game three, which it has, you know, a lot of potential to do, you would definitely say that it's favored in in the Mojo's direction right now. Uh, that they are the one seed, they do have the better pitching matchup right now, especially in a do or die game. Yeah, uh, but if this does go to a game three, it's going to be very very exciting, and it could be a lot of fireworks. And we're gonna have to see another big game performance from Jordan Smith if you guys want to make it to the championship. Jordan hasn't been there yet. 
Uh, the Mojo have been there. Sam Skibby took this Mojo team to the championship in year one. Can he do it again? It's going Correct. to be an exciting series. So, yeah, I mean, the archers we know we go as Jordan goes. There's no secret. We we jumped on his back. Um, you know, my thing is is Jordan. We've been here before. Me and Jordan did this last year. We were down to one game uh, against you guys just to get in there. And you know, Jordan didn't get beat. He beat himself, and that's how it won't go sometimes. And I know he's not going to let that happen again. So I'm pretty excited to to say that game three. I feel the odds are in our favor. But, uh, yeah. you know, I'm biased, so I'm you have the, You have the best player in the league, so, yeah. uh, you know, I don't think there's any doubt or any question in that so far this year. And, uh, yeah, that definitely gives you an advantage. And I said at the beginning of the year, I said, if you guys get into playoffs, which you are, then you guys you are deadly it. because Jordan can can change every single game because of himself on the mound. And it's yep. not only himself on the mound, it's him at the plate as well. It's it's. It's a yep. full game aspect for Jordan Smith. So, uh, yeah. if you if you're the mojo, you gotta almost say, "Hey, somebody else has got to beat us. It can't be Jordan." And, right. And and you gotta you gotta make somebody do it. And and the problem with that is, what you saw in game one of your first series was, you know, you walk two guys in front of Jordan. You got nowhere to put him. You have you can't give up yep. that run, and then you give up a three run homer. So if they can limit that, that's key. But yes, easier said than done, and uh, it, it's going to be interesting for sure. Yep, looking forward to it, man. It's going to be a fun night with you. Absolutely, can't wait. Make sure you guys tune in tonight. Uh, well, I guess you can come to the field and watch, can't really tune in. Yeah, come uh, on if out. not, uh, tune in on Friday night. Uh, we'll have those games posted on our YouTube. Uh, if everything goes according to plan, which hopefully it does, but we've had Let's problems hope. in the past. <laughs> so uh, definitely keep an eye out for the, for those games and uh, see who uh, makes it to the championship. It's going to be a fun ride. Oh yeah. Uh, last up, we have the Midwest classic. All right, Rory, what a weekend it was. The Midwest classic. We had 12 teams in this tournament a big turnaround yeah. from year one where we had six teams in our first tournament uh so double the teams uh first nice. off i want to ask you about how did you think overall uh what was your overall thoughts on like how the tournament went uh this year man i thought i thought the tournament went great you know the tournament was well ran uh you and jason i know did a lot of work it did a good job and you know the tournament moved along great I thought you know it's just I mean time wise we were on t we were on it uh I didn't see any downtime there was no sitting around you know sometimes sometimes I've been to tournaments where you know you play four hours later um I thought the tournament moved along great fields were great shape I, I think we had that problem all the rain we had I think we had one team that had to wait a pretty long time in between their their two oh. pool play games in their uh 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 the tournament game but Oh, okay. Well, overall, you know, overall, it, overall. Went, it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and the, and the, I mean, like I said, the quality of the, of the players, uh, you know, yeah. to see the type of guys we had out there was pretty exciting. Yeah. Uh, it was awesome. Um, the amount of guys that we had, the amount of good players that we had come out, uh, really wasn't any bad teams at all, which was awesome to see. Uh, I mean, <laughs> we'll talk about it in a little bit, but you know, really, uh, the play on the field was phenomenal all the way around. 
uh, a lot of just watching the games. I saw that a lot of guys were having fun and that yep. was my, that was my biggest takeaway. I, I love that. You want to see people coming, you know, to your fields and, and just see that they're having a good time. And I really felt, oh, that. Yeah. I felt like the energy was there. Uh, so I was really, really happy with that. Um, I was very, very worried um, at about <laughs> like, well, I think it was like, I don't remember four thirty in the morning or something. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the night before, uh, <laughs> wake up. It is just an absolute like hurricane outside. Unreal. Uh, the winds were howling. It, the rain was coming down. Jason sent me a text. I think it like it was like four twenty six or something. He <laughs> sent me a text, and I sent one back at four twenty six. Like immediately, we were both awake, and we were both like, "Well, this sounds great outside." Gosh. Uh, so, you know, I was really worried. And then, you know, my power goes out. I, I, was, I was out of power for like three or four hours. Uh, wow. Yeah. So I was, I was very concerned. Uh, and then to get a text from Jason saying, hey, grounds crew said the outfield looks good uh, was all we needed, which which did suck yep. because we did lose probably our best field. Our, it was our number one field, that you know, where we kind of have our everything centraled out of uh you know, going into the backstop. So like you're basically uh, similar to UFs and that national championship game uh, from the NWA tournament, uh, you're hitting towards the backstop at, at home, at home plate. Uh, so we gotcha. actually had the lines drawn, uh, had the field set up, everything was ready to go. Uh, and we almost set up four fields, you know, the day before, but man, it was hot. We were, yeah. we were out there for a while so we're like, you know what, we're just going to hope it doesn't rain. <laughs> and then, of course, <laughs> it does. So had to get there early on uh, Saturday morning to set up that that third and final field, uh, which actually went quicker than, you know, setting up our other two. Uh, so it wasn't terrible. But yeah. uh, overall, though, I was glad that we got to play the grass. I mean, really didn't really seem too bad at all. Like, it wasn't super no. wet uh, out there. No, it so, wasn't bad especially middle of the day. And I mean, it was just, it got really hot. So uh, the weather turned out to be a beautiful, perfect day. I got a little sunburn on my neck. Uh, and overall, I mean, yeah, the weather was, the weather was perfect. Um, but I was very, yeah. very happy with, uh, with how the tournament uh, played out and, uh, you know, can't wait to, uh, to, you know, start planning for next year already. So, yeah. You know, and all the hype for the tournament, you know, I knew we had big guy, big stars coming in. Uh, it, it, it kind of brought me back to, I think it was, it was 2005 Wiffle Up. I think it was kind of like the same situation in in August and it rained like that in the morning and they canceled the tournament because the grass was wet and the whole day was beautiful. Just like, yeah, just like our Saturday. I mean, people were, we literally just formed our own side yeah. tournament essentially but it was it was kind of you know a huge letdown because you have all these people wanting to play with wall and it's like it's a beautiful day the grass is just wet you know but uh it's how it goes sometimes you can't control yeah. the weather unfortunately. you know it, it does um uh, it did suck that the weather did cancel the baseball tournaments because i was really looking forward to uh hoping to get a lot of the kids out there yes. you know not only to see you know the big star and jordan robles but uh, to yeah. see all of us and see what what we can do and and just to meet them and you know hopefully 
hopefully gain, you know, not necessarily, I'm not just out here to gain the followers and, and the people to, to see our league, but it's to get the interest of these kids, yep. you know, into what we're doing and to see what we're doing. Um, and, you know, may, who knows, maybe they have, you know, an older brother or a couple older brothers, or they have some friends yep. in, or, you know, just whatever it is and they get to see us. And then that brings more talent into our league, which yep. ultimately we want to do, uh, which I think it is the big key. I mean, that's how we, that's really why we started this tournament. Well, I guess that's a lie. We started this tournament so you guys could qualify for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, but you know, a big factor in that too, especially yeah. after seeing what happened last year was uh, a big draw for this tournament is, Hey, if you live around the area and this is a good way to, to prove yourself, to show, that you can play in our league. And if you want to get drafted, this is kind of like the right step. This is the beginning step to getting in the league. Yes. Obviously we yeah. have our spring training, but this is live game. So you really get to see uh, how guys yeah. can play. Uh, we saw Caleb and Colin here last year and look what they're doing right now in our playoffs. Uh, yeah. A couple, I mean, you know, just a couple of big names. Go ahead. One would argue it was, it was a life changing tournament for, for Absolutely. Caleb. Uh, yeah. He shows up, plays in the tournament. Next thing you know, he's playing on ES, ESPN Plus. You know, <laughs> no, so, so, no kidding. You know? No kidding. I mean, it's how it goes. It, it, and to my, and to that credit for me is, you find one guy in that tournament who knows somebody who knows somebody, and it, yeah. you know, they, they could bring three people, four people to the league, and it just continues to grow the league, which is which is great. So yeah, exactly. So you know, not only the fact that you know that's what we're doing, but we're also bringing in you know some outside talent to uh, oh, yeah. to play in this tournament. Uh, not only in the big names, but, you know, a couple of the guys from around the area and a couple different leagues as well. Um, yeah. I know you got a, you got a list. You want to read off those yeah. uh, those names? Yeah, I mean, you things. had – Let's rep, show them out. Yeah, you had Mo Whiff, obviously, which uh, represented Oatville Whiffle, uh, uh, Yish, um, Lawa, which is, you know, my old league. I'd love to get my old league out there and kind of see what uh, – if we could still hang, which I think we proved that we did. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We did okay. Uh, we had even some teams from the Yellow Bats, and then we had those East Coast guys, and then uh, Cooper Ruckle from down in Texas. So, I mean, we we had some really awesome, uh, an awesome, you know, cat, we casted a wide net of, of good wiffle ball from around the area, plus the nation. So Yeah, I mean, kind of all over the place uh, around the United States, which is pretty cool. Uh, you know, I was talking to Jordan Robles and Vin Lee while they were there, while, uh, you know, uh, I think it was before we were even playing and, or maybe it was just in the middle of the day. I don't remember, but yeah, he he was just like, you know, uh, who would have ever thought I'd be in Missouri playing wiffle ball and, <laughs> and here we are. And, uh, yeah. you know, he just had a lot of really good things to say about, you know, about the tournament and how it was kind of set up and running and, uh, what it kind of reminded him of. And I was like, you, yeah, man, that's just, that that's a really good, a really good feeling for for me and for for us as a league and, and building this tournament. Yes. Hopefully, we can just continue to build it, and hopefully, we have even more teams next year uh, as it continues to grow. And I, I think we will. I don't think we're gonna slow down with it. I think it's just something we continue good. to build. So hopefully, we get some more Midwest teams uh, in the area, uh, like or a little bit closer to us. Uh, with right. a little more planning and, and maybe maybe a new venue. Who knows? I know Jason and Game Time are are leaving that park, uh, so it could be it could be an opportunity for us to venture and and maybe uh, we have some things in mind and and we'll uh, we'll bring those out in the future once we kind of see where we're going. But 
you know, and, and I, I'd like to add to it. I, 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 uh, I think we could modify it just a little bit too. maybe even try to go back to 90 foot base or, you know, 90 degrees uh, field instead of that pinch down field. And also I, I love agree. the time of year, the August time. I mean, we just, August we just don't have a whole lot going on. It's Midwest summer classics, hot, you know, it's a, it's a yeah. good football atmosphere. Good, good time to have a, a, a St. Louis football tournament. So, yeah, it, it really was perfect. You know, you don't want to get into, you know, too late into September and too late right. to, or you don't want to go into October. I really thought the time of time of month was perfect for us. Uh, it set up really well. It gave us time to plan for it and prepare. Uh, so I, I really enjoyed it. It was, it was pretty awesome. Sucked that it happened right in the middle of our playoffs, but, uh, you know, that is what it is. Right. And we made the adjustment and, uh, I don't think it really Correct. affected anything for our league. Nah. Just, you know, delayed, delayed, uh, everything for a week, which was fine. So, right. And that's what right. happens when you get no rain outs all year long. <laughs> uh, un- unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about a little bit of uh, the play that we had. Uh, let's start with the uh, the pool play games. Everybody played two games. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, then there was seeded one through 12 and a single elimination bracket. So let's start in that pool play. Any moments for you that really stuck out? Yeah, I mean, stood um, out. Our, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> our, first, uh, our first game was a, was a really good game um against uh f cancer and the the my one of my favorite moments in wiffle ball you know career i guess would be in our our second game of the day in pool in field three or pool yep. three whatever we were uh darren bone you know uh, he hits a yeah. walk-off home run <laughs> to win the game for the bonus you're talking about a guy i watched on vhs tapes playing this game yeah. uh you know it's how i kind of came up it's who i i came to see so even though I was on the, the 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 bad end of that, to watch him hit a walk off home run uh, with his son Nick was something cool, man. It's, it's really something special to see. It Off-tone. it really it really I don't I, I don't think that that was on video. Unfortunately, I think Mm-mm. that might I think that might have been like the only game or like yes one of like two of the only games that didn't get recorded over the entire yeah. weekend, and it sucks that it was that one because sucks. what a great moment I happened to to look over and like see it and it was awesome and then uh the pictures that alex egger got of him celebrating with with the boneheads yeah uh you know what he's got justin awesome. hall who's screaming right there and then you yeah. you see nick coming up in the background and nick's just got a huge yeah. smile and hitchcock's right there that was a moment and yes, that was, was special. It really was awesome. Uh, definitely one of the highlights of the whole tournament. That was super, super cool. I'm really glad that that, that happened. You know, unfortunately, you guys, but yeah, uh, it was awesome. I mean, especially in a game, you know, it wasn't like it knocked you out or anything, but it was a it was a right. great, great moment. Um, so so huge moment there. Um, anything else that was kind of big for you? Any any moments that stuck out on and maybe any other games? Um, you know, I didn't really see a whole lot going on in the pool. It, there was seemed like a, a lot of people hitting bombs. I mean, there was there was balls launching out of that field all morning long. I mean, from eight a.m. or from nine a.m. on, it was yeah, people hitting just bombs, man. I'll say, and that was one of one of my favorite moments is uh, especially you know the uh, the low lifes. Uh, 
if you didn't know him, you certainly heard him. Oh, I heard him. <laughs> <laughs> but you heard him. You heard him at yeah. nine a.m. and uh, you know, anytime they hit a they hit a home run, which they hit quite a few. Uh, you know, you, whoever hit it turned around and they're getting a beer splash in their face. And then they got the chain with the shoe on them. Cause if you haven't seen their logo, it's them doing a shoey pour, pouring a beer out into their shoe, which I don't even Ooh. think I got to see them do, uh, unfortunately, no. but that is their trademark. So have that, that necklace, that big chain with a shoe on it was perfect. I thought it was a great touch. Uh, um, oh, yeah. even, even dad on, well, I, we call him dad. It's on the, it's his name yeah. on the back of his Jersey. Uh, yep. we haven't played them in years and you know, he, okay. he hit a bomb off me hats off to dad. Uh, and I, you, you can see it in the video. I took my hat off, tipped it to him. Uh, not <laughs> many people can do that or, or can say they did that. And, uh, right. And he did, he got one off of me. And I mean, and I swear it was just like Parker Bunge's home run. It never got over my head. It barely got over the wall. It almost hit Ethan Man. right in the face. Uh, wow. so it, was, it was a line shot that almost started on the ground and uh, just barely got up over the wall. So, you know, hats off to them. But it was it was very, very fun to to watch, um, uh, to get to play against them. Uh, we haven't in a while. Uh, I love the Bushwhackers, uh, that Yish League. They, they brought their team out, and uh, they're just a, a great bunch of guys. And uh, – Really love just sharing the field with them, even though I didn't get to play them. I just love being there with them. Uh, I mean, everyone, man, it was just it was just awesome to see to see those games, uh, and, and more so one that like besides the play on the field, it's just you know, talking to the guys in between games and, and even during the games. Uh, you know, building good friendships and good relationships with everybody yep. uh, w- was really awesome, and that's one thing I loved the most. I mean, I was running around. Uh, you know, at the beginning, getting the field set up, but then, you know, we kind of had a good system where we had a guy kind of on each field who knew what he was doing and uh, I didn't have to just be there. I could actually interact with everybody. And, uh, I really, really love that. I got to do that. So thank you to everyone who helped out with, you know, yeah, running stuff on the fields and and with the videos and, and everything else. So it was awesome. And I really appreciate it. Yeah, it worked out pretty well, man. You know, it's those live streams change everything because I love going back. You, you know, I oh, yeah. I have no idea what happened in your games, but going back and watch your games, I'm like, oh, I remember that or I heard that. You know, it's kind of cool to have a little bit of a record of what's going on in the morning while you're playing your games. Yeah, you go back and, and kind of see some of the action you missed. And with that too, uh, I know we did try to try to get record most of the games, and uh, it's going to be a while because that's a lot of stuff to go through. Um, and we got our playoff series coming up, which is going to take precedent, but eventually, uh, you know, I know I talked to Jason and our plan is to get a, a, some sort of highlight film. It might not be like our normal highlight video, but just a montage of, of clips from the tournament, big moments. Um, we'll get that out and that way, uh, it's a great viewing experience if you didn't get to watch all the games and, and you wanted to see what's going on so stay tuned for that you know could even be you know put out after the championship series uh i yeah i, I want to say that's probably the smarter move uh we'll get you know we'll get all that video uh you know gone through and sorted through and, and once we have a little bit more time uh but definitely want to get that out there and then we can use that for you know a hype video for next year as well so that's exactly what i was thinking yep so um 
that'd be awesome. Um, let's get into that, that single elimination bracket. Um, we had the one seed that was, uh, so top four seeds got to buy, uh, my team actually pulled out the one seed. Uh, the Mojo had the two seed, and I think the biggest shocker of the uh, of the tournament in that first uh, after the pool play games, the South City Sluggers were the three seed. I don't think a lot of people saw that coming. What about you? Yeah, so I did see it coming because I was on the field with them. Yeah. These guys came to absolutely play. They were down. I, I'd have to go back, but I think they were down five nothing in their first game. Battled back to win 10 to 9, I believe. It was a one run game. Uh, hit a walk off to, to win it. And then, and then you know, they got the boneheads coming up who just come off a walk off against us. Yeah. And then they ended up beating them. So 2 and 0, oh, boom, here you are, third seed. Uh, those guys, I mean, they, I, I wouldn't say they drew an easy bracket by any way. They, no. they had the boneheads, no. but man, and they boneheads just came, were in the championship out. last year. Yeah. Yeah. They showed out and uh, hats off to them um, to round out your 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 bracket there on the top four somehow some way we ended up with the four seed and only because we had the the only positive run differential of all of the one and one teams so yeah. and yeah yeah i mean so those four teams uh all get a buy four good teams and it, yeah definitely not not necessarily a knock on the south city sluggers to say that that it was unexpected it was just I don't think a lot of people saw it coming. I knew that they had wolf ball experience, but I've never seen a lot of them play. So it was just kind of the unknown factor. Uh, yeah. But really cool. Cool to see that top four. Well, here's the thing. I've played this game for a while. And if you show up to play with one polos, you either a have no idea what you're doing or B <laughs> you already know something nobody else does. Yeah. And those go. guys, uh, they were in the latter category. Cause I mean, they were hitting the ball everywhere. Yeah. Played that's well. good. And yeah, we knew, we knew Jake, and uh we knew he could yeah. he could do some damage at the plate and uh good to see you know he brought a team that could really contend and and, and really mm -hmm. just compete with everybody that was that was what's awesome uh let's let's go through these first round matchups and, and we'll uh talk about them as we go and see see kind of what you thought any surprises in our first matchup we had you know club no cap versus the misfits and you know, I think I think this was a surprise for me. You know, Ryan O'Rear yeah. led team on the mound. Obviously, they didn't have Dutton, who wasn't there because I, I believe he was sick. And then yeah. uh, the ghost of Jordan Smith. I thought he was going to be there, and he wasn't. I'm uh -huh. a little disappointed. Uh, <laughs> I'm but... not. I'm glad. He's far away. <laughs> Stay away. Yeah. Get your arm uh, rested up. Uh, but, I mean, to hit – I mean, at least to hit, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, not, to hit that would be good. Gonna hurt yeah. you. I didn't want to see him pitching. Yeah, yeah, definitely didn't need to pitch, <laughs> but he, you know, could have could have used that. Anybody could use that bat. I mean, yeah, for sure, we could have used him. <laughs> uh, hey, yeah, <laughs> but you know, no cap takes that game three to two. Is that a surprise to you at all? Because I don't think I saw it coming. Yeah, I'm gonna be the first to admit. I'm, I don't know a whole lot about this game. I haven't got to even rewatch it, but I, I believe Tony Saggio pitched in that game. Yep, he did. And yeah, I mean that's awesome, man. That's great. Is I talked to him a little bit at the end, but yeah, I mean, I yeah, I'm surprised. I mean, I'm surprised that Club No Cap uh, got the win over Ryan O'Rear, who you know I know can do big things on the mound. So yeah, uh, definitely, was it was definitely a shock because they have a lot of veterans ex experience on that team, correct? And and some good hitters and good players. Uh, that No Cap team that Tom brought, uh, they're not a slouch at all. I mean, that by any means, they were the higher seed. They were the eight seed. The Misfits were the nine. 
Mm-hmm. So if you look at it by that standpoint, it wasn't a shock. But just you know, when you have Ryan O'Rear on the mound, you kind of ex- you yeah. know you're, you're expecting to win. Uh, Absolutely. You know, a three-two game. That's a close score. So you know, I mean, it wasn't like it was a blowout or anything. Uh, I I do want to to touch on on that no cap team real quick because uh, we played against them in pool play. And, uh, you know, they had a couple guys. They had two guys that were uh, to new to Wolfball, never played before, very similar to Caleb and Colin last year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I'm sorry I did forget their names. I'm going to have to look it up. And they're not going to be ones I forget because they, they're most likely going to be in the league at some point, uh, if not next year. I know one of them lives in Colombia, but uh, yeah. they threw really well. Uh, obviously, nice. they couldn't throw for – for a long time, like uh, a good amount of time, but uh, mm-hmm. they definitely showed very, very good potential, not only on the mound, but at the plate as well. It was, it was a good team. Uh, so not necessarily surprised, but when you have two guys who've never played before, uh, y- you know, yeah. you're not necessarily expecting to go out there and beat Ryan O'Rear. So, uh, but good yeah. on them for, uh, for pulling that yeah. one out. Got it done. Um, and then I would say uh, a big upset in the next game, uh, the 12 seed losing or sorry, beating the five seed, the low lives, uh, the lowest seeded team beats the, the boneheads one to nothing. And I don't think anyone saw that. I don't know if they saw it coming, uh, no. but they put it together. And uh, I think it was, I think they scored on, on a couple of walks, uh, but you know, boneheads, they lost in the championship in this uh, tournament last year, uh, get knocked out in the first round, not what you expected. So I do have a first-hand account of this game because we pulled up the uh, the chairs, the beer. Oh, that, and, that was and fun to up. watch. Man, it was intense. And, you know, Justin uh, Hall came out in the first inning and did give up that run. And you're thinking, hey, that's all right. No big deal. Yeah, and one run, yeah. Everyone's dad, apparently, dad. Yeah. Just absolutely delivered devastating curveballs that the Boneheads found no answers for for the next four innings, three he's, innings, no four because they were in the bottom. Yeah, yeah, he's not necessarily yeah. known as a pitcher either. So no, uh, very very cool to see. Uh, that was a lot of fun watching you guys uh, sitting around uh, <laughs> that team. Very very loud. Uh, atmosphere, which you love yeah. to see. That that's what football is all about, and uh, yep. that was fun. Uh, but you know, love to see that, uh, you know, a 12 seed advancing, you know, that, that goes to show you the talent that we had in this tournament and that anyone can yeah. really play with anybody. Um, yep. and then we had an absolute long, I don't know what to even call this other game on, on field three, a 16 to 12 win mean machine over the oats, uh, Wow. That game was very, very long. I don't know if it was just a lot of walks or what. Uh, I didn't really get to see too much of it, but what a a high scoring game, sixteen to twelve. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to uh, to Dalton Lung. I, I think it was in the pool play game. Uh, I happened to turn over at one point and, and see his first career tournament home run, and uh, yeah his second on the year, you know, man, that's awesome. awesome. Good to see that, that Dalton is really improving, yeah. uh, just getting better and better. I love to see that. So I, I think that was that game. 
actually, because that was on field three. I think I remember looking yeah. over to it as well. But yeah, because yeah, they were playing on field. They played on field one. Yeah. So it was that. It was yeah. that game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow, look at that. Don Long stepping in a playoff game. Absolutely love to see it. Uh, yeah. So uh, main machine move on. And then we had uh, the six seed Bushwhackers versus F Cancer, the 11 seed. And not only did the 12 seed advance, but the 11 seed advanced. Uh, they went three to nothing off this veteran team and led mm-hmm. by, I think, one of the uh, shockers of the tournament, 15 uh, year old James Klein, man. Uh, Dude's unreal, man. He, you know, he was tossing early in uh, pool play, wasn't throwing very hard, but then, hey, yeah. all right, elimination games. I'm going to show everybody what I got. And uh, yeah. he goes out and, and blanks this team. They did have bases loaded in the last inning. Um, I was I was right there for it at the end. And uh, then he ended up shutting the door, I think getting two outs in a row or, or something similar. Uh, yeah. But a big upset there, you know, 15 years old, and he was throwing 80 miles an hour. That's pretty dang good. Yeah, listen, we started our game pool playoff against him. And my my whole thing is I said, listen, this kid can throw. We're in trouble. You know, we're in trouble. If they're going to start him right off the bat, uh, he's playing possum on us because he wasn't – he was saving it for that <laughs> tournament, for that that playoff game because, you know, he wasn't even getting into the 60s or 70s. But I look over in that playoff game, I go, oh, there he is. Oh, yeah, oh, there, yeah. There is it. There he is. Yeah, he's, you know? he's, he's a good player, man. I mean, he's – for 15, that kid is unreal. Yeah, he's definitely going to be one of those guys that we look at in a couple of years, and and he's going to be you know uh, a big name in this game. You know, once oh, yeah. once he really develops, and, and and I mean, he's already got the talent, uh, so it's going to be great. Um, Hitting they bombs too. He had a bunch of bombs against. Yeah, he's he's got a good swing. Yeah. I remember he's been. I mean, he's been playing this game since he was you know up at my waist. Uh, he always used to, gotcha. you know, be throwing bullpens when he was little, even, you know, watching our game. So cool to see him gotcha. finally uh, out there uh, playing in yeah. a tournament and playing in a big way. And that led them uh, against the uh, South City Sluggers in a- another great performance. Uh, they win that one six to one. So another shocker there. We have an 11 seed moving into the final four. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that, that, Pretty dang impressive, led by the 15-year-old man. I mean, that is not easy to do. Uh, and no. like you said, that team could hit and to you know, only give up one run against them and only one run in two games, pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, the, the team uh, cancer had a they had a game plan. I mean, they, they come out. I've seen their game plan off the bat. They didn't care necessarily where they fell into the bracket. It was just going to be we're going we're gonna to ride on his back when we get there and, and it worked out pretty well for them. They went pretty far. I mean, you don't have, that's the thing about the bracket we had set up. You don't necessarily have to throw any great pitching or you yeah. can say, let's get it done and, and set and take a break, which is what we tried to do. And, uh, you know, both worked out for both teams actually. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, then we had the mojo and the meme machine and a big blowout there. We knew the meme machine didn't have a lot of pitching, uh, Jimmy had thrown a lot throughout the day, really kind of their only guy other than Jason, Jason, not wanting to throw a bunch before, uh, right. needing to potentially pitch, um, uh, this coming week in playoffs if needed. So, uh, a big route there, <clears throat> uh, 10, nothing for the mojo. They move on. And then we had you guys versus the low lifes and, and a, 
another lopsided score at 10 yeah. uh, nothing. Yeah. Any big takeaways from that game or? Uh, you know, not really. We, and we just kind of put the bats on our shoulders in the low lights by that time had found they, they had depleted all their pitching. We, we were dedicated to the cause of not letting dad hook those curveballs in there. We established pretty early that he wasn't going to get by with that. So they brought in, I think, three other pitchers. I think they had the whole team pitched at some yeah, point. So that doesn't that doesn't uh, surprise me. No, there was there was some uh, nice comedic relief if you go back and watch that game. But, uh, the yeah. phone was kind of cutting out because it's in the sun. But yeah, that game was a fun game. We ended up kind of uh, kind of setting the tone there against yeah. them. So yeah, and then we had you know my team, the boys, thirteen nothing over Club No Cap. Uh, they just ran out of pitching at that point. Tom got in there, did yeah. the best he could. We were just hot. And, uh, you know, that set up. Uh, did you throw that fun. game or did Coop throw that game? Sorry. Coop, uh, Coop threw most of it, and then I came in and shut the door. Okay. So he could, we so didn't he could know. save him. Uh, gotcha. But that led us into the final four, us versus you guys, and, and really one of my favorite games of of the tournament. Uh, there was a lot of trash talking going on, but in a good way, a lot of fun, yeah. good way talking about, hey, welcome to the big leagues, and uh, <laughs> and you heard it, you know, uh, the, yeah. First guy gets on, then I hit the bomb, and it's like, okay, yeah, we yeah. we're in the so, big leagues. <laughs> so that's that's the thing, man. I want to say this: that first game, the first inning of that game goes down as one of my favorites of all time. First inning, Absolutely. it's it's my old league, it's my crew versus the new Mo Whiff crew, you know who I'm with, and. uh you, you just couldn't script it a better beginning. Yeah. And to have, uh, you know, the commission of my former league going up against the commission of the current league, Moiff, and you quiet us down, man. We we had a plan. You know, we wanted to get in Cooper's head. He's a young kid. And, you know, it's like, hey, come at me. I, I fouled too often. I mean, yeah. I wanted to hit a bomb so bad. But yeah. if I'm thinking, if I can get this head established, he's not going to blow it past us. Anything can happen. But you know what, man? Cam, hats off to you. You you quieted the crowd, the, yeah. the, the whole thing. So nice, yeah. nice home me, run. Me and Coop, we love that energy. So that, that yeah, was a wrong, wrong strategy. <laughs> and Cole does too. Cole loves it. He hit a bomb yes. in that game too. That, that's Cole was me, hilarious. That's classic me and Cole growing up. Uh, Good. In that, in that kind of style, man. We love, love yeah. that. So a great game. Yeah. One of my favorites for sure. Uh, and then we had Mojo and the F Cancer team. Five to three, Mojo barely squeaked by couple of home yeah. runs off of Jordan Robles and uh you know very exciting I uh, didn't get to see much of that game but very exciting uh a good run uh by that F cancer team uh hats oh, yeah. off to them uh but uh set up the finals the boys versus the mojo number one seed versus the number two seed I thought I think everyone kind of saw that coming that's what we wanted going in uh, me yep. and Coop wanted Jordan and Vin. They beat us in the uh, final four at US last year. Uh, yep. This game was pretty electric. Uh, a lot of hard throwers out there between Coop, who was throwing 95 plus, and, and Jordan. I'm not sure where he was sitting, uh, but he was throwing pretty hard and, and just kind of had us all in shambles. Uh, Mojo win this one three to nothing. The big story, Quentin Meyer. And, you know, I, I'm so proud of, of Q, man. Uh, yeah. To just absolutely. to take a screwball uh, to a lefty like that, uh, to pull it out, very, very impressive. It wasn't a cheap home run. He, he nope. squared it up, got barrel on the ball, and it went. And, uh, you know, a 2 nothing lead is huge when you have Robles on the mound. 
And then obviously Sam Skibby gets, gets the home run, uh, you know, to add the insurance run, uh, yep. there to make it three, nothing, but wow. What, what a surprising and great moment for Q. Absolutely. You know, you talk Quentin Meyer, you know, someone who struggled their first year Mo with, um, I'm not sure it's bad and average, but it was, it wasn't up there. And, yeah. uh, to, to be, you know, as, I mean, let's, let's say what it is. He was the coach's kid on a, on a team to have that bomb. I mean, he even says it later on, you know, I'm the coach's son, but to have that bomb, it's a memory you'll have forever. It was an awesome hit, squared it up. And, you know, I just, I, it was something special, man. I was pretty happy for him. Absolutely. His yeah, intensity is, awesome. is unrivaled. You know, he, he's a very intense dude. And, uh, it, and when, as soon as he hit it, he celebrated great. His dad watching Doug get was, just the backflip was uh, great. Watching. Oh, I missed the backflip. There's a back. Oh, oh the oh backflip. Oh, I thought he you said he hit a backflip. Like, oh, a, no, no, no. The backflip. Yeah. The backflip was great. Yeah. And, yeah. and then Doug, the, the, the proud dad moment for Doug there was, was yeah. pretty awesome. And, and seeing all the other guys running out there too. You see oh, Ben yeah. run across the screen. You see Jordan run out there. Like it's, <laughs> It was it was yeah. a really cool moment to look back on and, and a big time moment for for this tournament and and for for Q for the mojo for everything. Uh, yeah, you know now Doug's got to make a decision. Does he does he start Q? I mean, Man. he's he, a big home run off one of the best pitchers in the country. Yeah. That's yeah. nothing cheap. Uh, no. And then obviously Sam, yeah, Sam homer off of him too. Uh, it's going to make, you know, everybody's hot. You are making contact with them. That's going to be a tough series yeah. coming up tonight, but uh, yep. hats off to the mojo, man. Uh, what an awesome tournament. Uh, thank yep. you to everyone who was involved, uh, everyone who played, everyone who came and watched their families, man. I, I, I can't thank you guys enough. And it was just, it was so awesome for real uh, from, from start to beginning or from start to end, beginning to end, whatever yeah. you, you yeah. know, I want to say there. Um, just, just really, really awesome. So thank you, thank you to everyone who uh, who had any part in it. Yeah, it was an amazing time seeing everybody's families there with the kids and the even some babies and you know that's what it's all about, man. It's like that's why I play this game is because it really is just a fun thing to do, you know. Absolutely, it's a fun thing to be a part of. That is what it's all about, and we can't wait until next year for the Midwest Classic Two. Uh, we'll have more information on that next year but um uh, Roy let's let's wrap this up it's getting kind of late it's, uh we're All running right. low on time and uh, we're running out of time uh <laughs> you got to get this uh, zoom thing figured out but um yeah everyone make sure you're you're tuned into our our playoffs our semifinal matchups coming up uh very exciting time here in MoWiff. we got you know, big, big playoff games coming up in our championship uh, very soon to be filed, which there will be a lot of information coming out on that soon, as well as our all-star and home run derby. Uh, we'll get into that more later. Uh, Rory, anything you want to say before we uh, take off tonight? No, man, I'm going to get some good sleep and uh, be ready to go tomorrow. It's a big day for uh, big, for I'm getting ready to go for today because by the time you're listening to this, it will mm -hmm. be tonight. But uh, there you go. yeah, I'm ready, man. This is, this is what it's all about. So just uh, can't wait to get on the field. Absolutely. We look forward to it and we will be back uh, probably in the next week or so with a uh, championship preview podcast. It'll be a little bit shorter, but we'll got to give you something to uh, get ready for the championship series. Uh, good luck to all the teams tonight. 
And uh, we will see you guys next time. For Cam Smith and Roy Rank, we're out.